You're listening to the God, God Life, Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited and thankful that you are tuned in for a brand new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If you are not subscribed, we want to remind you to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you have not left us that rating and that review, this is the time to do so. We are so appreciative of all of the reviews and ratings that we have received and all of you who are joining us for the first time today maybe this is your first listen of our podcast we want to say thank you so much for tuning in and we hope it's not the last eddie how are you feeling today today is a good day as i always like to say today is a little complicated type of day i have the boys with me uh today as we are recording so if you hear any weird video game noises or a random kid shouting those are my kids i have them with me today um and you know we always say this thing about how we always have to you know just make it work with our schedules and we're recording and you know there you go you hear him (laughs) (laughs) and when you have kids uh you just have to always try to make it work and you know i was thinking about that today on my way here um and you know it's me and my wife and we're both very active parents who are you know, always actively doing our best with the kids' work, uh, the kids' schedule, our work schedule, um, and being, you know, on top of everything. And I was thinking about those single parents, those single dads or their single moms that are out there doing it all on their own, juggling their schedule, their kids' schedules. And I'm like, man, those are the true superheroes that we do not speak about. Because if it is difficult for a family that has two active parents, imagine for families that only have one active parent. Um, and sometimes there's two parents in the whole in the household, but it's really just one parent that is actually active. Um, and all the things and the juggling that they have to do. And I just want to commend them uh, for being the superheroes that they are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, I don't have any kids, so it's definitely a different perspective on my end. But, you know, like you said, you see those, uh, you know, families who, you know, they have the mom, the dad, or, you know, they have the two individuals and they are, you know, doing what they need to do and they're working as a team. And then you have those who, you know, are the single parents or those who, uh, you know, be maybe more active than the other for whatever reason. It can be hard. It can be difficult. And, um, it's definitely something that, uh, like you said, many times I think we we focus a lot on on the family structure and the units of having both parents. And there are, you know, situations where, um, you know, there are single parents raising uh, their kids. So definitely, like you said, something to commend and something to acknowledge. Right. It is not easy, but they are doing it right yeah and um you know that's awesome like you said you know we are making this work today and uh, today also uh you know we just wrapped up uh you know kind of the first week of school right uh you know the first few days of school and we have all of our teachers that are going back to school our students that are going back to school and it's definitely um you know a different uh 
a different experience this year, being that there is no virtual learning in, you know, at least the state that we're in in New York, right? Uh, you know, s students are back in the classrooms. Teachers are back in the classrooms. Um, you know, students are moving from class to class and teachers, you know, are also just kind of stable in their own room. So a lot of great things happening within, uh, you know, our schools. And obviously, even with all of that, there is the the worries and the concerns of everything else going on in the world, right? And, um, you know, that teachers are having to navigate through. But, you know, shout out to all the teachers, all of the students who are back at school and, um, you know, are are starting this year. I know your kid, uh, one of your kids are starting, right? Yeah. No, yeah. And I think, you know, everyone deserves a shout out, even, you know, the people that are working behind the scenes, you know, because of the pandemic and a lot of, especially last school year where we had a lot of kids that were not attending school. They were doing the virtual learnings. You know, there's people like the bus drivers who were out of a job because they no longer needed that many bus drivers yeah. uh, for said routes and stuff like that. Um, and even now with the this first couple of days of school year, we saw a lot of issues with the busing. Um, we were waiting for 45 minutes for our bus driver to arrive. They did not. Oh, wow. uh, so we just wind up taking uh, him to school, which was not an issue. It was, you know, it's not that far from us. Uh, and then, you know, wisdom was like you know what i think we should just pick him up i just had like a hunch they just pick him up from school they may not have it all together um and then we got this email that the buses were running an hour hour and 45 minutes late after wow. i had picked them up so i was like oh man they gotta pick them up because if not he would have just been i would have been waiting or he would have just been waiting in the school wondering where we were at um you know and those are just the things that everybody's kind of falling back into the to the swing of things but there are still people that are, have not been working or not have not come back to the job or you know other reasons have happened um and everyone's still trying to figure it out you know and i think that we all have to be patient with one another um and understanding of the situations and you know just help each other out through everything for sure yeah so shout out to our parents our teachers and our students we're praying a successful year this year and you know it's funny this is a you know the start of a new school year and um you know for all of our 90s kids right i guess you could say <laughs> this is when this show was on and popping right yeah. blues clues Right. I have to admit, I was definitely a Blue's Clues fan. Like this was this was my show. And it's funny because I was talking to my wife about it and we were saying how all of these shows marked a certain time of the day for us. So yes. when this came on, I knew it was three o'clock. Mm -hmm. You know, when this other show came on, I knew like, oh, my dad should be coming home from work soon. When mm -hmm. this show came on, I knew like, oh, nighttime's coming, right? Like, you know, we have to get to bed soon. So Steve from Blue's Clues made a appearance. It was the 25th anniversary of that show that was on Nick Jr. He did a uh, like life update, right? And um, basically it went viral, millions of views, and it was basically him catching us up on what happened on the fact that he just <laughs> got up and left and went to college and left us hanging with his friend Joe and basically, you know, just no explanation right <laughs> there was no closure <laughs> and uh you know so he i mean people were going in the memes the people yes. talking about it yeah. you know he said how proud he was of us and yeah. everything we accomplished <laughs> <laughs> right and uh you know it was just so funny seeing people's reactions right but you know at the same time um it did bring back that sense of childhood and nostalgia, right? And all of that, the sense of like, man, like I can't believe that was 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was three, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And 
after that video of him just ad- addressing the whole situation and, and encouraging people and all of those things, um, you know, I definitely went down memory lane and, and started looking at some of the pictures and things mm-hmm. that people were posting. And it was like, you know, the mail time, the handy dandy notebook, <laughs> you know, the salt and pepper shaker, like all of those things. It definitely brought back childhood memories. Yeah. You see, for me, it was different because that I missed that boat. You know, me just being a couple of years older, um, Blue's Clues wasn't for me, but I had a younger brother and a younger sister in the house. Um, so I was aware of it. It wasn't my peripheral. I did know, you know, the handy dandy notebook and I didn't know who Blue was. Uh, but the the impact it has had on people that grew up watching it is like astronomical. And I know that there's people that are like playing around and they're like doing the funny memes, but there's other people that I've seen that are like, oh my God, this is such a great closure and a chapter in my life. Like they were, I guess it really impacted people yeah. that this person who they grew up watching uh, for a couple of years growing up all of a sudden dipped. And it was like, okay, bye, I'm leaving. Here's this other person. Um, and not only that, the fact that he came back and he's speaking to. Those same kids that he was speaking to when they were like five or seven or whatever that are now in their late 20s, early 30s, he's speaking to them again about all the great things about like, I'm so proud of you. Look how much you've accomplished. Look how far you've gone. All this other stuff that I think that in its own interesting way did have a positive impact on those individuals that grew up watching him. Uh, So I think that whether or not that was the intention of the Collodian to do that, or they just thought it was a cute little thing to do for to celebrate the 25 years, um, it definitely did have an impact on those individuals that grew up watching him. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, on Facebook and stuff, I'm watching people repost this, and there are people saying, like, I legit cried. I'm <laughs> crying right now. You know, like, I try to hold it together. I mean, you know... So this guy, you know, you think about it, right? These shows and these cartoons that you watch growing up, it's like every day it's a part of your life. You know what I mean? So it does hold some value. I remember the day that uh, I realized or, you know, I discovered that Blue was actually a girl, Mm. a female. um, And Magenta was also a girl, a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, so for a while, I always thought Blue was the boy and Magenta was the girl. And then when I found out that Blue is actually a girl, I thought hey, maybe is Magenta a boy? Like, did they what? <laughs> what is happening here? But uh, no, they're both. Uh, you know, they were both girls, and it was just uh, you know, that was a life changing moment. I think to realize <laughs> that, like, whoa, <laughs> you know. Uh, but definitely uh, something that made headlines this week, and so many people were talking about it. Yes, and uh, you know, again, I think it it also goes to say that. humans individuals Mm. people they love um the idea of just someone that they may have looked up to someone Mm. that have been a part of their life to acknowledge them yes right to acknowledge what they've accomplished acknowledge what they um you know have done acknowledge where they are in their life Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of people especially in this time they in a weird way right something even as simple as this from a, a made-up character right of a mm-hmm. part of a show it definitely means a lot yeah to certain individuals who need to just get that you know validation that mm-hmm. you know you're doing a good job you're doing good i'm proud of you you know yeah. i don't know i think in a weird way people uh really gravitate towards that and like that 
Yeah, and I think that nostalgia has its way of being therapeutic. I think that it has its way of, you know, putting things into focus as well. Because once you start to think back 25 years, you know, and I think that a lot of us have suffered um, from that bad habit of always being on the go always doing the next thing, always trying to fix this, always trying to do that. And, you know, it's always the hustle, the hustle, the hustle, uh, where sometimes we don't sit back to reflect. We don't sit back to look back at, you know, man, you know, look how far I've come. And then when you have someone who's putting that into perspective, you're looking at someone who visibly looks different. Because that's the other thing. Steve also looks a lot older. So, you know, it's kind of like, oh, man, he's old. I've gotten older and, you know, when you hear these things and a lot of times we need that in our lives as well. When we speak, you know, with our friends or we're speaking to our parents or to other people, especially people that have known us for a long time, when they put that, um, when they, they start to go down memory lane and you start to think about, oh, remember when we used to do this or remember when back in the day we did that or we used to do this. or remember when this, you know, when we speak about like church, like when this ministry was only like three people and look where we are now. Or remember when you first started to write and then look, now you've already published music. You published the book. You did this. You did that. Um, it kind of puts things in perspective of being like, oh, man, really? Like it's first of all. Wow, it's been 25 yeah. years. Then second of all, yeah, I have done some stuff. You know, maybe I haven't done everything I wanted to do. Maybe I haven't accomplished all the goals that I set out for myself. But at the end of the day, I am not where I was 25 years ago. And you do need to find happiness in that as well. Yeah. And I'm also wondering through all of this, like, do you think he still gets paid? Do you think there's yeah, still money circulating from that? <laughs> yeah. And he still makes cameos because my, my son, um, they, they watch it from time to time. It's a completely, it, I guess, Steve, it went from Steve to Joe and then it went to somebody else. Um, so the new person uh, that's there has them cameo every once in a while. So there's definitely some form of a, a check or something that's crediting it. Right, right. Okay. And you were telling me earlier that, uh, which I actually, I didn't know, that um, September 5th through the 11th this past week was actually uh, Suicide Awareness yes. Month, is it? Yes. And, um, you know, I think that's, uh, that's a topic. We've spoken about it a few times, like, way back, but it's something that um, I think regardless of how many times you address it or throw out the reminder and, like, you know, talk about it, it's almost like it's never enough, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's always something that we need to be uh, reminding people and encouraging people of, both what role they play as an individual who, you know, may feel like they have it all together. Mm -hmm. And then the, you know, also to the individual who may feel like, you know, all hope is lost. Yeah. You know? And I think that, you know, speaking on, on that wavelength of nostalgia and looking back and reflecting, you know, there are people that we can, you know, may have had in our lives who over the past 25 years either struggled with suicide or succumbed to that um and even when you self-reflect within yourself and think about maybe moments in your life where suicide did come knocking at your door uh because you were going through a really tough time you were maybe going through depression going through um bouts of anxiety or you made a mistake that you thought you would never be able to recover from you know there's a plethora of different reasons that's why you know someone may hear the calling if you want to call it that way of suicide um and when you're able to reflect and to see how you may have been able to 
process and surpass those moments and those journeys and maybe you're still currently dealing with that you know unfortunately there are people um that do think about that and remember those that they've lost um you know i was looking at someone who posted um on social media their story um about a friend that they had who about over three years ago did uh, succumb to suicide um, and you know the way that they describe this individual you know they they speak about how they were friends we laughed together we talked we cried we did this we did that uh, but at the end of the day they still made that decision even though they were my friend um, and the grief that you have to go through and the processing that you have to go through as well um, of guilt you know survivor's guilt I think is something yeah. that is very prevalent uh, when you are someone who is a survivor of someone who's committed suicide. I had another friend who um, had a friend as well who died under circumstances that were kind of left ambiguous, um, where it could have been a suicide and maybe it was not. Um, and them dealing with that idea of, you know, was it, was it not? What does that mean? And, you know, as believers, we have, you know, we understand that there is a consequence to people that take, that make those decisions. Um, uh, but we also know that God being the God of all things, um, you know, time is not a, obstacle for him yeah you know so you know there's always that opportunity that someone may have been given that at their last breath no matter how short that was if god presented themselves to him or to her you know that is an opportunity for salvation as well but you know those are the layers those are the complications yeah uh, that come with that subject yeah like you said i think it's a topic that is so layered a topic that many people you know are sometimes challenged to talk about or scared or fearful to talk about you know i myself the uh, you know, it was I, about a year and a half ago, actually had a student um, of mine who, uh, you know, as you said, succumbed to suicide. And it was something that, um, you know, you see the effects that it has. You know, this individual was young, uh, you know, uh, 10th grade. And, um, you know, just the effects it has on the peers, the friends, the family, uh, still to this day, you know, um, those students are now, I believe, uh, seniors and, you know, they, they carry with that, you know what I mean? And it's something that, you know, uh, has taken a toll and something that, you know, is still, uh, sometimes on their minds, you know what I mean? And I think that many times, you know, we, we forget the, the impact that, that it has right like you said on the family members on the friends um we start like playing the blame game if only i would have spoken if only i would have made myself available if only i would have you know been there or let that person know that i you know they could have spoken to me or talked to me about anything and you know i think uh before it's too late you know before we kind of get to that place it's like you know what can we do now you know for the people in our lives right now there's always this quote that we we talk about and that i see often it's always like check on your strong friends you know what i mean and um it's something that may sound cliche something that may just be like a you know a facebook post or you know a meme or something but it's definitely something that um is true and we should be checking on the people around us and should be kind of having those check-ins and and talking about things and you know it's something that we kind of mentioned in our last episode which i think um 
could be a whole episode and topic of itself and of itself um uncomfortable conversations right and i think that you know kind of when we talk about uncomfortable conversations you may simply think about you know like you offended me or you know like you're acting weird why are you acting weird or you have to basically tell a friend you know uh something that happened or or something like that where an uncomfortable conversation could also sometimes be you checking in with someone about something that you know they don't really want to talk about right or you know that they really haven't spoken about and you're aware of and you know all those things so it's something that definitely um you know so we don't end up playing that blame game and don't end up you know doing those things you know how can we check in on the people we love today you know and what actions can we take to kind of you know create hope in people and all of those things yeah and i think that's a very good point the idea of checking on your strong friends you know i think of my life and I think about you know someone who at a very early age had attempted suicide thank god I'm still here years later and um the idea of when you testify about things like that or when you speak to people about those things you kind of build a reputation of like oh man you did it you're so strong that's so cool you overcame it and um that you didn't um like it's kind of like you no longer struggle with that yeah um and it's kind of like no you know that's still something that every once in a while like i said you can kind of hear like a knock on the door Mm -hmm. that you kind of are maybe going through like a really tough time or something is going on in your life and you hear that like that little like that little thought that maybe like pops up uh and whether or not you're strong enough and you're in a place in your life where you can be like not even pay attention to that not even think of that um you know great but then there's other people who they they it kind of like it creeps in it kind of seeps in and it's something that once again starts playing in their mind and even though they went through a very successful time in their life where they did surpass it there is still that moment those moments where they actually may still struggle with that yeah uh, so it is important to check in on your friends especially friends that have been open about it uh, but also being sensitive to the spirit you know you may have someone who has never told you that that is an experience that they had or something that's crossed their mind uh, but if you feel led by god to be like hey you know how are you doing how are you feeling um you know definitely do it regardless if even if at first the person puts up like oh no i'm good don't worry about it or they give one of those christianese answers of oh i'm in victory kind of still be like but are you really like are you sure like what's going on yeah, and I think it's something, too, because in one of our previous episodes as well and talking about this, you know, it's funny because as you you know, we do these episodes and we talk about these topics, there's so many other topics that come up in the process and other, you know, podcast topics that were like, oh, we have to address this again or talk about this again. But one of it was the aspect of, you know, we were talking about, you know, spirituality, and what aspect it plays in having these conversations. Right. And, you know, we had mentioned in the last episode about, you know, not everything has to be so deep and not everything has to be, you know, like God gave me three visions and a dream about this situation. You know, sometimes it's just you uh, going up to someone and asking how they're doing and checking in. But I do want to say that there are moments like you said where god will move you right god will move you to speak to someone god will put someone on your heart god will put a thought on your heart you know and kind of like you know give you this uh this 
this nudge to, you know what, approach that individual, ask them how they're doing, see how they're doing. And, you know, that's again, where we have to have our own connection with God in order to really uh, take advantage of those moments and act on those moments and, and do something, you know? So not all the time will it be something that's visible, right? Where you'll see someone and you'll noticeably see like, yeah, they're not doing well. Sometimes, like you said, um, you know, people are, are excellent actors and they're excellent at putting their best foot forward. And sometimes it'll take God really nudging at your heart to go and speak to someone, you know? And, um, as long as you have that strong connection where, you know, it's God that's moving you, right. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. But when you know that it's God that's moving you and you pray about, you know, the delivery, you pray about the time you pray about that conversation, then, you know, I think that that's again, an opportunity for great things, uh, to happen. Yeah, and I think that in the flip side of that as well, with having these conversations with people on like the bad, quote unquote, tougher conversation, yeah. um, you know, I think it's always great to take opportunities uh, to celebrate our friends and to celebrate their accomplishments and, you know, to really encourage them to continue moving forward uh, because sometimes we need that as well. You know, we may be doing the best that we can and like i said because of being in the hustle and being you know at going at five thousand at all times sometimes you need those moments of somebody be like no listen take a moment enjoy it like really bask if you want to say yeah yeah um, in the glory of your successes um and even if you are in a situation in your life where you're maybe trying to strive for the same successes that your friends are having um and just you also take accountability be like listen i may not be where i want to be or may not be there yet but good for you for making it there yeah and you know that topic of celebrating other people and so specifically celebrating your friends and the people around you is something that uh you know is so broad and there's so many things to talk about because like you said i think there are those people where you know it's easy to celebrate them it's easy to be like yo that was great great job you know you did excellent you know this accomplishment that accomplishment this promotion um but when you are in a place or in a season where you are you know waiting for a promotion or you're waiting for a miracle to happen you're waiting for a financial breakthrough you're waiting for you know even um the opportunity to be blessed to be a parent right or you know to get a house and buy a house and then you see those around you uh doing those very same things it can be difficult to celebrate other people, you know, and that's the reality of it. Um, you know, and I think that it's, it's something that we just have to kind of acknowledge and recognize, like, you know what, there may be people that will be praying for the exact same thing that I'm praying for. And they may receive their breakthrough. They may receive their blessing before I do. You know what I mean? And that's something that we just have to accept and acknowledge that, you know what, that may happen. You know what I mean? And if it's someone that we love and someone that we care for, someone that's a friend, um, you know, and that were to happen, it's like question yourself and reflect and think about how will I respond or how will I react if this individual, you know, ends up getting that promotion and I've been praying for a promotion for so long, you know, or if they're, you know, able to buy that house and we've been in this boat together, struggling together and doing all these things. And, you know, I feel like they're ahead of the game now, you know, um, taking the, uh, the moment to reflect, to sit back and say, how will I respond? You know, where is my heart at and and my attitude and my emotions? Because the honest truth is that regardless of how saved you are and how close to Jesus you are and how anointed you are, you know, there is always that part of you that will, like they say, feel some type of way about it. You know what I mean? And I think that is um, 
you know, our humanity and part of our humanness that speaks and, and comes forth that sometimes we have to put in check. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's even something that we really have to put in check when it's someone who you may not be 100% fond of, who maybe rubs you off the wrong way, or you you see them and they're kind of like living a, a lazadaisy lazaday life. I forgot. I lost that word. Kind of like, uh, like a life where they're like not really committed to anything, yeah, yeah. not really giving 100%, really just doing, like just letting the motions uh, take them wherever it takes them. And then you see them get something or accomplish something that you've been like fervently praying for. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you have to be okay with that. And you have to be like, all right, Lord, you gave it to them. Amen. <laughs> I will wait for my right. turn. <laughs> right, right. And you know what? I think even a prayer like that, as funny as it may sound or whatever, you know, it's that moment of Lord, like, you know, you did it for them. Yeah. Awesome. I'm still waiting. You know, I'm still here and I'm trusting that uh, you know, even in the midst of the waiting, in the midst of, you know, uh, waiting for that breakthrough to happen. You're still God. You're still um, seated on the throne. You still have the answers. And, you know, at the end of the day, I have to believe that, um, you know, when our heart is in the right place and when we are, you know, truly happy for the people around us and able to celebrate them, you know what I mean? God does honor that. And whether you want to say it's a test, you know, like, you know, God is testing me to see what my attitude would be like, or God is trying to, you know, see how I'll react, you know, regardless of how you view the situation, I have to believe that God does honor um, when you celebrate other people, when individuals are able to you know, to do that and put their pride to the side, put their ego to the side and just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm genuinely happy for you. And like I said, it's not easy. <laughs> it's definitely not easy, but it's something that I believe as Christians, we uh, definitely should be talking about more, um, especially when it comes to, you know, as believers, when you're praying for the same things and believing God for the same things, it can be, you know, difficult when you see it happening around you, you know, and I think we hear stories constantly about people who you know uh are praying to god for breakthrough and praying to god for him to come through and you know they're like man it's happening everywhere else it's happening all around me you know and i would say you know keep pushing keep praying and and keep trusting keep waiting um that's a theme that we've been talking about for a long time but i have to believe like i said god honors that yeah and i think that you know it's also part of the process that kind of like strengthens your faith um, and puts you in a place to really have to depend on the Lord yeah. and, you know, and understand that and grow patience. And, you know, everybody's situation is different. Everyone's situation may look a certain way, but the reality of it may also be a little different. Um, so there's also there's always a lot of factors that come with that. But at the end of the day, especially when it comes to our friends, we do have to go out our way to celebrate them, to encourage them, to help them enjoy those moments, to help them really, you know, understand that they're at a place in their life where they've reached an accomplishment. No matter how small it is, it's still an, an accomplishment and they should be proud of that. Yes. And always remembering that what God has for you is for you. 
and you know god isn't going to take what's for you give it to somebody else or like you know surprise you or trick you and do all of these different things right god does not do that and what's for you is for you and what god has for the next person is for them you know as well so if there's anything you get out of today's episode we want to remind you that you know it may be a, a good thing for you to reflect and think back on your childhood memories and and have that sense of you know like we said of just reflecting and thinking back um it is suicide prevention month so or week right that just passed so check on your strong friends check on the people around you make sure that they know that you are there that you are available um that you are um, open that you're praying for them and if you are that person who is struggling remember um that there are people around you that do love you that do care and um you know definitely reach out for help and celebrate the people around you even if it's not easy even if uh you know you haven't received you know your breakthrough your blessing what you're praying for you know i do believe god honors that so definitely um you know those are all the important things you know that we kind of spoke about in this episode and we want to remind you that you know we do have special guests lined up in the next few weeks you know a part of this podcast um you know initially was you know us just talking and talking about different topics we've had so many guests throughout this summer um that have definitely blessed our podcast and spoken so many great things and we have a few more guests lined up in the next few weeks so definitely you want to be subscribed you want to um you know be following the podcast and you know attentive to everything that is up and coming yeah so thank you guys so much for uh being patient with us i don't know if you can hear the kiddos in the background Um, uh, but we want to give that shout out, especially to our listeners who are parents, uh, that, yeah, that really go out of their way with, uh, giving their best to their families. Uh, like Miguel said, definitely check on your strong friends and check on your friends that are also struggling. Um, and let's celebrate one another, um, as much as we can. Why not? If you have to do a party or a little thing every week, do it. Yeah. Have do fun, what you have to enjoy do. life. So thank you once again, uh, for listening to the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life, Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.